Cades Cove is one of Tennessee's most visited and beautiful areas. Now there's research by the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture to reestablish native vegetation in this area of the Smokies, all to improve habitat for wildlife. Going back in time to build a better future. Hello, I'm Charles Denny. This is AgCast, brought to you by the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture. Cades Cove is a Smokies highlight, stretches where grassy valleys side up to towering mountains, truly a gem of nature. Enhancing this native masterpiece is the goal behind research by UTIA's Forestry, Wildlife, and Fisheries Department. Here, Professor Craig Harper leads this study in the National Park, teaming with a graduate student. Restoration of grasslands, old fields, oak and pine savannas and other uh, early successional vegetation communities is very important throughout the eastern U.S. And in fact, it's a research and management focus of pretty much all of the state wildlife agencies in the eastern U.S. as well as federal agencies. Uh, during the 1800s and especially into the early and mid-1900s, almost all of our openings that were used for hayland and for pasture were converted to non-native grasses. Uh, in this region, most of them were non-native uh, perennial cool season grasses, such as tall fescue and orchard grass, but other non-native warm season grasses, such as Bermuda grass, were planted as well. Cades Cove is known for its wildlife and beauty, but this area was once rich agricultural land. The settlers here had to grow food after all. But now this research looks at what can grow here naturally after non-native species are removed. Years back, fescue was grown here for livestock. But the UTIA research looks at replacing fescue with more native vegetation, allowing what's called the seed bank to respond with native plants that have been here all along. Harper says it's also deer, turkeys, quail, and songbirds can thrive. Uh, we were able to increase what we call the nutritional carrying capacity for deer by at least 400% on many sites, uh, considerably more than that, over the tall fescue control. So by simply getting rid of the non-native perennial grasses, we were able to increase the nutritional carrying capacity for deer. We were able to increase uh, pollinator resources for, for bees and other pollinators. We were able to improve the structure at ground level for bobwhite quail and wild turkey poults. And we were able to have similar structural value for grassland birds and many wildlife species will not use fields that are dominated by these non-native grasses because of the structure that they present at ground level and because of the general lack of cover and because of the lack of food. The UTIA research measures the return of native vegetation and how it's controlled and impacted by naturally set fire, tilling, and mowing. Bonner Powell is the Herbert College of Ag student assisting in this work. So the work we did followed the establishment of early successional plant communities and what we're looking at is the management of early successional plant communities using burning, uh, disking or tilling, and mowing. Uh, and just quick, a few things that we found is at ground level with burning you get more openness. Uh, it's more open and more species can use those areas. Uh, as opposed to mowing, you're, you're kind of going to get a build up of thatch and you may see an increase in some grasses. 
That's the hope, the return of the native kind, and results so far look good. Dr. Harper says it also saves a considerable amount of money to use natural plants as opposed to planting new species. UTIA is also involved in studies about native vegetation in other parts of Tennessee, as well as Alabama and Kentucky. Soon, Cades Cove will be washed in autumn colors, and visitors will take it all in. The goal of this study is to boost diversity in plant and animal life here, and improvements in vegetation should help grateful wildlife. Thanks for listening. I'm Charles Denny. For more real-life solutions provided by the UT Institute of Agriculture, go to our website at ag.tennessee.edu.